Welcome to the Black Contractors Network Podcast, where we'll be discussing hot topics around construction, being a general contractor, how to get started, and everything in between. And everything in between. Your host has over 20 years plus of construction experience. Here he is, Richard W. Johnson. Made in the U.S. of A. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Black Contractors Network. Today, we will be talking about how to start your own small business. It is a dream that many people have, but there is a lot of work that goes into it. One of the most important things is to find out what you want to do and then figure out if there is a market for it. There are many different ways that you can go about this, such as using Google Trends or other tools like that. Another thing that you need to think about when starting up your own business is finding an investor or someone who can help fund it so you don't have so much stress on yourself financially while still trying to build everything up from scratch. This can also help make sure that everything goes smoothly because sometimes having too many cooks in the kitchen isn't always good either. Come up with a winning idea. Have you ever thought about starting your own business? It's a scary time but also an exciting one. And there's nothing quite like the feeling of being your own boss. To help get you started, take a look at these five tips. Don't be afraid to fail. Starting your own business is hard work and it will take some time to get the hang of things. Many first-time entrepreneurs make mistakes along the way that can result in failure. So don't expect perfection right off the bat. The important thing is learning from those failures so you don't repeat them when starting another company or trying something else entirely new again later on. And there are plenty of other opportunities out there. There are no guarantees even if everything goes well. This means risking having everything fall apart at any moment, but also enjoying some really great successes too. So it's worth keeping both sides of things in mind before making any moves towards entrepreneurship. Don't be afraid to think big. Most people start small when they're thinking about launching their own companies because they don't have much money or experience yet. But it can pay off down the line if an entrepreneur takes some risks early on by investing more capital into their businesses than others might normally do for themselves today. Even just $1,000 invested today could turn into millions tomorrow. And remember, success doesn't happen overnight. It takes hard work over many years before seeing results. Keep this perspective as motivation during tough times ahead because nothing worthwhile comes easy. Research your market. Market research is an invaluable component of starting a small business and can set you on the right path for success. By learning more about your industry and customers, you can understand competitors' strategies and in turn, create your own effective strategy. As you begin conducting your market research, keep these points in mind. Why is market research important? Market research helps businesses better understand their target audience's needs and preferences. This information can be used to create products that satisfy these specific needs. It also helps entrepreneurs identify and met needs that they might be able to fill with a new product or service. For example, if a marketer finds through market research that consumers are dissatisfied with frozen pizza options at the grocery store, he or she might choose to launch a line of high-quality frozen pizzas. What is involved in researching the market? There are many ways to gather information about potential customers, including focus groups and surveys. Focus groups require participants coming to a room and answer questions. However, surveys can be conducted online and take less time from respondents than focus groups do. Researching what other companies are doing is often helpful as well. Learn from their successes. The marketer should also know what sets his or her company apart from competitors. Try asking yourself questions like what's unique about my product or why would I buy this over another brand? These questions will help you find your own unique selling points. Write out a business play. First, it's important to write a business plan. It will help you think through everything that needs to get done. 
It can also come in handy if you need to secure financing and will give potential lenders additional confidence in your business idea. Your business plan can take many forms depending on the venture. If it's a small side business, you may only need a couple of pages explaining your service offering and how it fits into the market. If it's a more complex business, you may need several sections detailing the finances and operations of your company as well as your overall approach to running the company. There are lots of templates online that you can use to make writing your plan easier. Or you could just spend time looking at other plans already out there for inspiration on what kind of information to include. Get financing. After coming up with your budget, you need to figure out how you're going to pay for it. There are a number of ways to secure the funds needed, including securing investors and obtaining loans from banks and other financial institutions. But first, determine what level of investment is necessary and how much of that you can afford. You also need to figure out which sources are available based on the size of the loan you need. This amount may be determined in part by your business plan and in part based on the availability of capital. But suffice it to say that this step is an important one for ensuring that your business gets up and running. Choose a business structure. You can start your own business in any legal form. The only type that really matters to you is the one with which you're most comfortable. Let's take a look at why each option is best and why they might not be right for you. Register your business name and get licensing and permits. I'll break this process down into a few different steps. Register your business name and get licensing and permits. This is something you'll need to do before you do anything else. You can skip it at your peril, but I don't recommend it. It varies from state to state, so check with the Secretary of State Office or other local government offices where you live for more specific information. You may need to register with your state or local government and take out a business license, also known as an operating license. If you plan on hiring employees, apply for an employer identification number from the IRS as soon as possible, even if you have just one employee. Obtain any required insurance policies for your home-based business. Set up a business bank account for your new venture and open a credit card account for your business too. There are benefits to both, so that's why I suggest doing them both. Get everything set up on the legal side of things before moving on to step two. Choose your office location. Choosing an office location is an important decision because it will influence everything from who you hire to your work-life balance. While there are more specific factors that go into choosing a location for your business, here are some general rules of thumb to get you started. Set up your website and social media platforms. Next, you'll need to create a web presence for your business so your potential customers can learn about you and your services. The key here is to make sure that the website is easy to read and navigate, especially on a mobile device. The number of people using their phones to browse the internet has increased significantly over the past few years, which means that they should be able to access all of the information they need without having to constantly pinch and zoom or scroll sideways. You should also have some type of analytics platform installed on your website so you can track how many people are visiting it, what pages they are looking at most frequently, and other important data points like where in the world these people are coming from which may help inform any future marketing efforts. For example, if someone searches for lawyer in Philadelphia pod then maybe it would be worth spending more money advertising this service locally. Blogging about topics related directly or indirectly with what you do for work could also prove helpful since blogs tend to rank higher when it comes time for Google searches so try incorporating keywords into titles headlines whenever possible. The last thing that might help would be setting up accounts on social media platforms such as Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram depending upon where most of your target audience hangs out online. These accounts should provide links back to relevant content available elsewhere such as articles published elsewhere. Develop relationships with vendors and suppliers. Vendors and suppliers are the lifeblood of any small business. It's important to develop relationships with your vendors and suppliers as they can make or break your company. If you purchase bulk quantities of glue from a supplier, 
that's good. But if you're also receiving good advice on how to market glue effectively, then that's even better. When a supplier takes an interest in your business well-being, it means they care about something other than just making a profit. On the flip side, if you find yourself struggling to communicate with or get information from a vendor or supplier, think twice before giving them any more of your business. Friendly advice, always be sure to ask questions when ordering supplies. You'll find out quickly whether they're interested in helping grow your small business or simply in making money off of you without putting in much effort. Hire employees. The last step in the process of starting your small business is to hire employees. Hiring people can come with many benefits, including your talent pool may become more diverse. Depending on who you hire, you could end up with a larger pool of talent to work with, which could be helpful if your original talent pool was limited in some way. People can help you do things that you're not good at freeing up your time for other tasks. For example, if you hire someone who's better at numbers than you are, that person could take over the bookkeeping and accounting tasks for the business. That way you can focus on other areas that need improvement or attention. You'll get more done as a team than what one person would be able to accomplish individually unless the one person happens to be the flash. You'll have people to make excellent sandwiches for everyone's lunch break. These are the basic steps to start your own small business but there are many more elements to consider along the way. Researching the market you plan to serve, learning as much as possible about the industry in which your business will compete, developing a realistic budget based on the research you've done so far and what resources you have available, creating a detailed business plan that includes firm goals, expected income and expenses, and other important considerations regarding what your business will do, how it will do it, and how it will be sustainable over time. Finding the right location for your new business both in terms of cost effectiveness and convenience for customers or clients. Finding employees who are high quality matches for your company's long-term goals. And that's a wrap for this episode. Thank you for listening to our podcast. It is our hope that you found this valuable information and will be able to take advantage of the tips we discussed today. Catch you guys on the next one. And remember, unity is the key. Thank you for listening to the Black Contractors Network. Make sure to like, rate, and review. See you next time. Be safe out there and take care of each other.